Welcome to episode 12 of the Sports Therapy Podcast. Today's episode was shot the morning after I just watched the Bengals coveted number one pick, our quarterback, Joe Burrow, go down with the season-ending injury. So needless to say, I wasn't in the best of moods. Still, like we do every Monday morning, me and my boy KTO linked up and just ran it or kind of shot the shit if you will. This week's episode doesn't have an overarching theme, but we weave in and out of some interesting topics, trade funny stories, and share laughs. All before getting to the Browns and Bengals games of the previous day. And by the end of it all, I realized why we call the show Sports Therapy. As always, if you are on YouTube, we got timestamps in the description. And whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of the podcasting apps, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And that's to the sports therapy family. Anyway, that's enough of the intro. Time to jump in. Start. Are we good here? Are we good here? And we good here? I'm started. Looks like so. we good. Yep, yep. Only thing jumping in and out of frame is... What you looking at, but it's all good. That's no worries. I mean, you have to look at yeah. my bad webcam, so. <laughs> hey, it's, it's actually improved. not that bad right now. Yeah, it's improved dramatically, sir. And I didn't do anything. It just changed naturally, I guess, so. That feels like cap, but okay. You've been working <laughs> very hard to make it look less garbage. For you. It looks decent yeah. now, like. I'm telling you, I must have just done something, like, just one change that I didn't, like, I wasn't trying to change, I swear. Like, it just happened. Hey, you remember, like, Magic. did you ever used to watch Power Rangers when you was young? Uh, Very young. Too young? Did yeah, you, Can you remember Power Rangers at all? Ah, all right, I know what they look remember like. Remember Power Rangers, because it, it ain't them, though. Um, talking to this dude on his webcam, like, the first couple of episodes, and, like, I was talking to Zordon. Like Zordon is like this white shining light. It's just a head. <laughs> it's like that the Power Rangers talk to at their headquarters or whatever. Like that's what it looked like. You can't make out. You can kind of make out that he's talking and that he has eyes, but that's it. What is his name? Zordon. I don't even know how to spell that. Zordon. Yeah, just sound it out. Zorda. Zordon. Zordon. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week. You said you were going home? I'm on tour. So I'm going home. I'm going to be out there for a day. I'm coming back um, toward this way because um, we got one of my wife's like cousins is going to watch the kid. And then it's also my wife's birthday. So then we're going back to go celebrate that for a while. So I'm going to pretty much be on tour for the next week. Five you you kind of travel quite a bit though, right? Like not I like used to all over the I place. I feel like but. I used to, but I don't really travel much now. I don't really you, like traveling, but I, I do travel a decent bit. Or you know, before you don't like bit. traveling because of like the travel itself, or just you don't care about going up to other places. No, it's the travel, and it's um like if I could pick this office up and take it everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like if I could have my hotel room, like you know, you know, a hotel like in the suite, you know, that other room yeah. over there was nothing. If I could like put this there. I travel constantly, but I just, I like to have my space. And so like getting back here is always nice, but um, I, I like experiencing new stuff. It's just when it's over, I just want it to be over. Like, okay, cool. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm going to retire yeah. to my office for the next, you know what I'm saying? Five, six hours. And like, that's the issue with travel. It's the same thing. Like when we go to the games, I always complain about what we have to go through once it's over. You got to go through all of this just to transition back home and there's a crowd and there's traffic and all that. That's all it is. 
What's the longest first? What's the longest plane ride you've been on? And then what's the longest car slash bus ride you've ever been on? Uh, longest plane. I haven't been on, I haven't flown a lot, bro. The longest plane ride I went on was to LA. That's That's like like what? Three and a half Four. Yeah. 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 So that feels like a short period, a short amount of time to me, but I, I hadn't been like, I've sailed like on cruises and stuff to Mexico. I've done that, but like not on a plane. In a car, the longest drive I've done, um, I drove to Kansas from here. I have no idea how far that like is. Probably like ten hours. That's a probably deep. like a ten hour drive. Yeah. You you do it straight or did you take oh, breaks? Oh yeah, I do them straight. I do them. I just knock them out, man. I drove to um, I drove to Atlanta from here too, but I had to go to Louisiana and then Mississippi to pick up my friends and then go there. So that was like a ten hour drive too, and I drove the whole way. I ain't drive yeah. back, but I drove the whole way up. Yeah, that's tough, man. Did you were you on the travel roster for when you played college football? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes no. Any deep trips or was it pretty much Nah man, I was I was always pretty sure to get uh kicked like to get in the uh the coach's doghouse before any long trips. I never used to want to go. Like if I wasn't gonna play, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't yeah. really see the big picture, like, okay, you should probably be there, build some chemistry and maybe some, yeah. something happens, you get in. But this is mostly my freshman year and I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather stay here and play NCAA. I no, I get that because w- when you travel on a track roster, you're guaranteed to compete. Like you don't travel yeah. to be like on the sideline. Like you're definitely competing. Yeah, in football, so, it's different than any other sport, bro. Like I mean, I didn't play. I mean, I didn't run track on your level, but I yeah. ran track in high school. And traveling in track was great. Like it was amazing because in first off, it's you got both teams. They got the girls team and the boys team going. And then it's smaller teams. Same thing with basketball. Basketball is always cool because it's not as many people. But on a football trip, bro, y'all sitting two by twos with some of the big, <laughs> some of the big ass dudes. Y'all sit on the bus. Like, it <laughs> sucks, true. bro. Like it's, yeah. it really sucks traveling for football. Was it like offense, defense, buses kind of thing? I think most of the time. It, every now and then it might get switched up, but usually uh, offense, defense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I totally forgot. I didn't think about that, but with the co-ed thing with track, you travel with with both guys and girls, and that's it's dope because it's so different. It's fun, yeah. It's like yeah. you're almost just hanging out, and you know, I had like four events, but I, my events were later in the meet. So early in the meet, you chilling, you watching other events, you moving around. They got yeah. food. It's you know, it's just it's a nice environment in track. Oh, dude, sure. I'm telling you, track the the best part of college track by far was the travel. Yeah, because since I was a specialist, I was a short sprinter and in indoor track, it would be just like the 60. So I'd be running once for seven seconds. So I'd be going on a crazy trip that's fully paid for to run yeah, for seven seconds. For seven seconds. And that so is so deep. Yeah. So you're, <laughs> it was dope because then yeah. you're doing all this stuff. You're going to like Seattle. I went to Minnesota, went, oh, went across the country, went to Hawaii. Fire, yeah. And so it's just traveling. And then you're just like competing which is the easy part of track like that's the fun part you know yeah whereas like football if you're not playing then it's like the travels the travel but then that's and it's it. like, tense it's like unless you like that guy you know what i'm saying because it, it's like you expect it to kind of blend a bit in this big group and so you don't want to you don't really want to do nothing crazy and then you got all the coaches bearing down on you especially when you're a young player and they really you know, you're going to be the one that really get it. So it's like, it's tense. It's not, um, and then if you lose, oh my God, they got to herd all y'all back to, 
to school and you're coming off an L. Now they don't want nobody to talk. And of course, somebody going to be cracking jokes on the bus. Then you're going to get in trouble. And it's just. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy, so weird because every football trip or other sports trips would be about wins and losses. But with track, it's like you don't have that. Like, because there's no, unless it's, unless it's the big conference meet. Yeah. It's just like everyone's doing their own thing. So some people are pissed. Some yeah. people are, are ecstatic. Some people don't care. They're just out there to have fun, yep. you know. And then there's just like the regular stuff that's going on. It's just like it was dope, dude. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. That's what the kept track me there for. Is, I envy you guys thinking back, like thinking mm-hmm. about it. Like a track was probably the move just from an environment standpoint. Because I used to love track practice also. I don't know. How y'all did it? You were at a much. I, I don't know what kind of workouts you were doing. What the work, events did- the work, we was working, but the difference was like, my coach had a set amount. He had set things for me to do for each individual, depending on what they ran and all this stuff. Okay. Times you got to hit and how many times you have to do it. Yeah, you feel me? So I could pretty much work at my pace, and I was almost done, almost always done first, and I could get the hell out of there once I do my work. But I could get straight to it, kind of like how I work now, right? Yeah, but in football and basketball, yeah, you got you can't. It's like everybody they can't catch on to the damn play, so we got to be running this same install for forty five minutes, and it's like, bro, it's so basic. Like you know what I'm saying? We could have really went over this in fifteen minutes and been done, but yeah. you get stuck because it's, it's just bigger groups, like more people. I think is really what it all comes down to. Like the more people you got, and then football is the ultimate team sport, also. So. You know, when you're running the gases at the end of the practice, you can't leave if big dude can't get across there. You know, and he's struggling. Like, everybody got to go back. You got to go run an extra with him just to try to please the coaches because it looked better. But you're running beside him. Come on, man. He's still basically walking, just pumping his arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember all of that, bro. I Now that I'm thinking back, it's like I hated football practice so much because of that stuff. Mm. And one thing that I really did not like about my high school football team was if we beat a team that we were supposed to beat, we would be running hundreds the next day until we like puked. Like I think I told you Wait, that. You say if you did or if you didn't beat Yeah. A team. So if we played a team we were supposed to beat and then we won, the coaches would be like, You were supposed to beat those guys. You jumped <laughs> off like I find every little thing to make us run. You know? Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. every little thing that like, Oh, this is for the offsides. We run like eight hundreds for that one offsides some yeah. dumbass back And see, you have to you have to train the group to stay hungry. So if you want them players in the group that don't need that, it's so repetitive. And it, it almost it feel like it's a punishment. Like we get a punishment for winning. It's like, come on, this yeah. sucks, bro. But like, you Dude. know, a lot of cats will win and then come back and they want to bullshit the next week and practice. Ah, so you gotta hit them hard just right out the gate, just yeah. so their mind won't even go there, you know. So I get it, but it just sucks to to have to deal with. Man, you ever go like shopping with your wife or, or girlfriend at the time or whatever, and you're like so exhausted the whole time, you like want to lay down. Yes. But then you get home, and as soon as you get home, you're like full of energy, and you're like, I could just play games or do whatever all night. I could go work out right now. Not that feeling. <laughs> no, no. You just hate shopping with your girl, bro. Like that's it's not even shopping with my girl. It's just I don't like shopping. Like yeah, yeah. The thing is, I can get carried away with it because I'm pretty impulsive. Mm -hmm. So I could go like to the mall or something and buy stuff that I didn't even want. Like I'll be like, oh, that shirt was cool. I would have never bought it in any circumstance, but just because I was there and for a split second of shopping, bro. Right? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'd rather I just like, buy. I don't like the way girls do it. Like, I don't like when people take two and three hours to shop. 
I'll go shopping oh, in 30 that. minutes and spend way too much. Like, quick. But it don't take me yeah. long. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like this, that, this, that, this, that. <clears throat> Grab that for good measure. Boom, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll try this shit on a month down oh. the line for the first time and be like, oh, this is too, <laughs> this doesn't fit. Oh, damn. I can't take it back now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, now I'm thinking about it. One thing I really miss is going to the, uh, like, Dick Sporting Goods or Sports Authority and like looking for my cleats or my football gloves for the year. Yeah. And like just yeah. like browsing that, like looking at the elbows, like pads or whatever, or like anything like the wristbands. Yeah. Cause I loved the accessories. I was like, if I could have been the <clears throat> accessory guy, I have like two <laughs> bands on my calves. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the sweet girdle on, you know, the do way protectors. too many wristbands on. Yeah. yeah. I, the Just one sleeve on one side. Dude, okay. one time. Fresh. So. I was coached by the biggest hard ass ever. Like I've, I've made that clear on the podcast. Like he was the biggest douchebag uh, football coach. <laughs> yeah. He was just old school. And he was one of those guys that's like team first where it's not about the individual kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. if you would wear something, like if you had different socks on, you'd get yelled at. Oh my God. So I show up to the game and I have one, cause we were green and our colors were like green and black. I had a bright yellow, one sleeve on, full sleeve just <laughs> on one side. Yeah. And he got so pissed. He got so pissed. Um, but the thing was, he didn't yell at this other kid. There was a kid on our team. He was the best receiver on our team. Mm-hmm. I gave him my other sleeve because it was two sleeves. It comes with two sleeves, right? I gave him my other sleeve. He didn't yell at that kid. Huh. Because he was <clears throat> like, okay, I don't know what it is about like star players not getting the same treatment. But you know when it's like you, the difference between like a good coach and a bad coach is a good coach would still yell at the best players. Yeah. But a bad coach is too afraid to like upset the good players. So then they don't yell at them. That was the case for this guy. Cause he was like one of those kids that barely graduated high school and he's like hard to motivate. Cause if you yell at him, he'll like shut down. So it's like, Oh, he could wear whatever he wants. But yeah. the, the, the timid uh, me that you can like bully around, yell at so him much. for showing any personality. I hate that so much. That's just human nature. Like, I noticed it in uh, in sports too. I was saying the same thing. Is like if you watch referees, they'll like NBA refs will call a tech on a dude that's quiet if he curses one time. Yeah. But a dude that curses all the time is like, it's cool. He could do almost anything at this point because it's like ah, he's just like that. It's like that's is not. There's no consistency with it. It's completely unfair. And like I feel like they pick on people that. It's human nature. Like, you pick on people that you feel like, okay, I can get away with this. You know, yeah. or if you feel like that dude going to take this to a whole nother level, I, I'm going to steer clear. Oh, but him. You know what I'm saying? But that's crazy that it was that blatant that you literally gave him your other sleeve and it was completely yeah. cool. <laughs> that's dude, hilarious, bro. Yeah. Another thing, the same type of thing because the basketball coach in my high school was the same way. Damn, One of the things me and my friend sucks. did, we went headbands. And this is like ninth grade. Okay, so it was there's high school varsity, JV, sophomores, and then ninth grade varsity. Yeah, so ninth damn, grade varsity. How big is your school? <laughs> uh, like, that's just how it was. I don't know. We just okay. had a big basketball program. Yeah. But so that's like the fourth tier basketball team. So obviously we're not that good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're not that good, but we like to have fun. So we're wearing headbands. We got mohawks, and we have uh, me and my friend Montana. We were wearing long socks, which long socks is like dorky, but it's like dorky funny to us. Like we're just like, hey, yeah. we'll do it. 
Yeah. Um, we were at a open gym with the varsity players and the varsity coach comes up to us and is like, none of that shit anymore. If you wear that, you're not going to be out. You're like, you're not playing basketball for this high school. <sighs> a lot, long thing, socks. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so annoying to me, bro. Because it's, it's really like, this was what happened. Y'all walked in the gym. A couple of cats on his team, on the, the A team, was like, they probably laughed. And he yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to go flex on them and make myself look good in front of my players. And it's like, so yeah. stupid, man. Yeah, it's like that authoritarian, like whatever you want to call it, just like alpha thing where they have to prove like, this is my gym, my team. If you run, if you try to ISO ball, you try to do any star shit, you're out of this gym. That's how it is. Like, don't be in here trying no basketball. Just yeah. pass it. I'm wide open. Pass it. Pass it. Swing no, it was yeah. It was it like it one of those post. things. If you took one ISO, then like the next practice, it's like no dribble challenge, and it's like that pass drill where you do like 20 passes before you shoot. Why do he do that? Shit? Dude, like, bro, that's just, that's some of the dumbest coaching I've ever seen. Like, unless you have like extremely unskilled players, in which case, okay, I get it. But it's almost like they just coming up with. They're just coming up with new stuff for you to do. Like they're making it as complicated as possible for you to score. Like let's yeah. make this as hard as humanly possible. Like well, it's backwards to me. My so my ninth grade and sophomore year, I played on like the worst of the teams you could play on. Yeah. <laughs> for basketball, because I mean, I was just like an athletic kid who wasn't good at basketball, but I could run around. Mm-hmm. And after that year, I was like, I would rather do like something else than waste my time playing basketball for a team where. They're going to be like, yeah, you're athletic enough. You can play varsity, but you're going to be like the 10th man and we'll bring you in to play hard defense. And if you think about taking one shot outside of the rotation of the motion offense, like your yeah. ass is back yeah. on the bench. Like, yeah. no way. I'm not doing that. Like, that sounds like, I don't know. That's just, Bro, I guess my you just, coach, my bad. I mean, no, you you're know. good. You're, it, no, I was yeah. just talking. Seeing some dumb stuff my coach did on some ego type of stuff. When my little brother came over to high school, I was a senior by then. He was ninth grade. My brother's super cold in basketball. So he was getting PT with, um, you know, on the varsity team. And when me and him got in together, it just randomly happened, right? All right. He came down. He was open. He took a three, hit it. Came back down the next time. I wasn't open. I took a three and hit it. He came back down and pulled again, but he made it, bro. My coach never played. He took him out. He never played us together again because he felt like we was trying to, like, take over the game or something like that. And it's like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was, fun. it was kind of funny at the time, like, the way he said it. Like, we didn't even really get mad. We were just kind of laughing because we were like, yeah, you're right. Because every time you shoot, I'm probably going to shoot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, like, thinking back on it, I'm like, yeah, this makes no sense at all, bro. What are we doing? We talk, we bag a lot on coaches out here. Like we give we give like high school coaches a hard time. Yeah, and it's it's a little unfair because their 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 lives are hard in the sense that like That's maybe true. they they weren't even a coach first. They were yeah. a teacher who went to school to be a teacher, and then they're like, "Hey, can you coach this sport?" And they're like, "Okay." No, no, and then when they try to talk coach. to these you know these cocky ass high schoolers who think they're better than everyone then they just get pissed and instead of being like a good like inspirational role they're just like all right i'm just gonna yell at these kids because i don't know how else to communicate that's true because kids will try to take advantage of you like otherwise like if you don't come with the if you're not really on the bullshit kids will definitely try to take advantage of you well have you been around high schoolers at all since since you've been out of high school 
Yeah, a few. Not like just like you, at the court or something like that. Yeah, in passing, kind of. Dude, I, mean, I talked to him. Well, because my I have a bunch of younger siblings, so I've been around. Like I'll be at like the gym watching my brother's games and just see high school kids and how they act. Yeah, and the further you get removed from high school, the more you just notice how ridiculously dumb these kids act. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. When you're 18, it's like funny, and then when you're like. 23 24 and seeing how 18 year olds act or 16 yeah. year olds you're just like yeah i could see why teachers act the way they do yeah i can right. see it you're right it makes much more sense and so as much as i think i bag on coaches i think by the time i'm 50 i think i probably won't because i'll be like fully just, understanding of of that my whole thing is just don't and, and this is probably stupid too to say hey don't take the coaching job if you're not into coaching because yeah. I, I feel like a lot of these cats that i'm talking about like my coaches they really wasn't putting in the effort. Like they was doing what they was doing, and that was just their way. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they, it wasn't like they were actively trying to do a good job. They was just like, I, I think this is what a coach is. Let me just play this role. And then they did they do that for 15 years until, you know, they get in trouble for probably something crazy and then they get fired. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I mean, I think it's fair criticism to if you're at the high school level and you're not a good coach, I think it's fair to criticize those guys because yeah. they are very critical of high school athletes. A lot of the times That's true. kids who are just like kids, you know, That's true. like I feel like, dude, I do this all the time. And it's so dumb, but I'll remember times I got yelled at like almost like daydreaming. And I will imagine myself like saying something back that I could have said that have been like, Oh yeah, well this, this, and this, you know, because it would have worked. But of course it's so, so stupid to think back. Cause I never would have done that. I would never like raise my voice, but I also never defended myself. So it makes sense why a really? coach could be oh, like no the, do that. the quarterback throws a bad pass, but they blame me. Cause and I ran. Just take the, it. Yeah. And then I, it's like, I'm not going to yell back. So it's like, Oh, we'll just yell at that. I mean, you might kid. not yell, but you probably, I always had like some smart shit to say. No, like, dude. You know, I might not See, be you're... yelling, but I had like some little slow. You're not five nothing, hundred nothing. Okay, you're like a big dude. Right. So right. when you're like a little kid like me, and you're getting yelled at by these big intimidating coaches, but you're like the right. size of the coaches. Right. <laughs> so, right. 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 so it's different. The physical presence makes a big difference. Yeah. Like that makes sense. if if you got attitude and you're you know a little kid, it's like you're pretty tough son of a bitch because yeah i mean yeah. you're asking to get your ass kicked you know some of the toughest probably the toughest cats i know are are smaller like you know what i'm saying or were yeah. small maybe they They're had feisty, a, a growth spurt at some point yeah but like yeah these dudes they kind of got that little napoleon type of uh complex and they just they just don't stop right? <laughs> like they, they got the stop. big like if you Ford go those guys. And you're like, bro, this little dude, and you're like, nah, you're gonna have your hands full with him because you're gonna run over him twice. Yeah. And you're gonna think it's over, but you're gonna have to run over him three, four, five, six. Like, you're gonna wear down before he do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's gonna still be coming three games in. You're gonna be like, damn, bro. I'm yeah, like, okay, dude, I'm good. Now I'm thinking about games that we played, and there was teams like in my valley that we played. There would be the, the rich kids. And when you played against the rich kids, it felt good because you knew they oh, were going to yeah. be like pansies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, knew yeah. they weren't going to hit hard. You knew yeah. like they would have nice gear. So because of that, they're just like, they're different, man. They're just like rich kids. Yeah. But then you go play like the poor schools and you're like, oh, damn it. They're not very talented, but they will kick they, your ass. They, go, they, will, <laughs> they will beat your Yeah. Ass. They're leading with their heads. <laughs> they're, you know, they're taking cheap shots. Dog. They're just running into you to run into you. 
it's a totally haircut. They yeah, got rocking dude. a do rag under the helmet. You're like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's gonna dude, be a long day. <laughs> I have to tell you a story. This this just made me think of because I played in like every team was all white. Like there would be like one or two black guys on a team. That's yeah. that's where I grew up. Okay, we played at Boise Idaho? State football camp. Yep, <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, no black kids. Yeah, but we played at Boise State football camp, and. This is this is a pretty good camp at this point because Boise State's legit at this point. So a lot of teams in the West Coast travel, a lot of California teams. Yeah. So we play this team somewhere in, from California, and we're lined up. It's like the official scrimmage where the Boise State coaches are watching this game. And this team's all black. Every every kid's black. So it's it's weird. It's like not that it's like black or white. It's just weird to see like we're literally all white and they're all black, yeah. and we don't play games like that. And there was this D end. And he had uh, like a do-rag on and long dreads. And he had a club on. Uh-oh. Like one of those like <laughs> he's got tape on and it's like makes his hand like Is this like the this longest yard, bro? Yeah, dude. Like, and God. so he's like doing the the four-point uh, four stance on the end. Oh, And he's got God. the club. And he's like swimming with the club like this guy. And I remember he took me down once and I thought he had broken my arm because he hit me with the club. And that club is like rock hard. <laughs> So then I'm like scared to run the ball to the left because I see this club guy and you can't block the club because he's using that club to his advantage. Like I, it should have been banned. Whoever yeah, for allows sure. people to club up. It's like, that's a weapon. It's 100% a weapon. So I just, Ian who coming off the edge yeah. every time and batting you. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. That's so crazy. I just remember that. That's like a vivid memory in my mind. Cause I was like scared to death of that guy just cause of the club, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it was funny. Yeah. To be like that, we played uh, Wilkinson County, bro. Woodville, this team, uh, white and green, like their uniforms would be too big, and it's like this basketball, and like their hair be all beaded up, no, no brush, that like never heard of it. And then we go up in there, like we finna kill. We watching them in the layup line. These dudes are trash. Like they taking the. It's hard to describe it, but it's like when a power lifter goes for like a, a layup. And like when he plants, he got to plant on two feet and he goes super low when he go back up like he like he's squatting. And yeah. we're like, man, these dudes is. Bro, when the game start, and then you we playing them at home, like they're at home. Yeah. So none of this stuff getting called. Nah, they be the beat you in, damn near into submission by the second quarter. Like if you don't come in there ready, yeah. like we, we used to start like as I kind of grew up in like 10, 11, 12th grade, we were like going there. We wouldn't get no haircuts that week. We go in there, we'll mess up our hair. We were like, yo, we gotta get on their level. That's the only way we're gonna come out of here with a win. You know what I'm saying? They just go out there and battle. And it was a straight up football game. Every that is time. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's how high school basketball would be. Like, if for people who only pl- watch the NBA, it's like that stuff is not even close to what it's like. What, what real mean, basketball like, is. Well, from like an attitude standpoint. No, what I'm saying is you watch like the foul calls and stuff, like the ticky tacky stuff. Like in certain games when you're playing like those like country teams and yeah. stuff, and it's like it's like it's football out there. Like yeah, people yeah, are getting yeah, yeah. tackled, they're not calling the fouls. Skill level is so low. Like those guys, and they all think they have great defense, but like honestly, you can't I really guard anybody because you're arm barring me every dude, time. That is one of the things like the old heads who will be like, Oh, the games are so much worse now. Like it's not pure, it's like those are the guys who were less talented yeah. and just use their dirty yeah. play styles to get away. And like, so it's like, okay, it's way easier to play dirty, yeah. way easier to play dirty <laughs> because you can just attack people. 
yeah. to actually guard someone in basketball without it's, fouling them it's a different thing. is incredibly difficult. Way yeah. more skill than just like, oh, he drives to the the paint and you shove him to the ground. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. much skill does that take? <laughs> and I'm in a weird place because I grew up like that. And like, I, I kind of prefer that. Like when I go and play pickup games, I don't want, like, don't be calling all that weak. Like we're not calling that because I'm really here to get better. I want the yeah. contact. When I come in there, Go ahead and file, bro. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Like I can I can handle it. But just understand we'll be running through you. But at the same time, I understand that that ain't real defense. So like when I go and it depends on who you hooping with, and you could tell. Like if you hooping with real hoopers, that when we play king of the court, there's a three dribble limit. Like, and when you talk to cats that don't hoop, you be like, all right, three three dribble. What is that? Because they want to just all yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different thing. So you just I just adapt based on who I'm playing with. So I'll play. Either way. But when we playing real hoopers, defense is like the hardest. Like it's so hard to guard these cats without yeah. fouling, bro. It's damn near impossible. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be super athletic and you need um, low center of gravity and long ass arms will help. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they will And help good reaction to like movement and where the ball comes off the rim and everything. And then also like anticipation too. Like because when you've never seen this stuff before... Because most of these cats spam the same moves. That's the yeah. one good thing. So once you start to see it a lot, you kind of know what's coming. Like, you know, when he come out, step back and hit you with the hezzy. Like, he's he's going to try to drive. You know what I'm saying? At this point. Like, he's not taking that shot. Don't jump. You know? And if he do take it, just throw your hand up. He's probably going to miss it unless he just, like, if he's, he really he's like balling. that. And some yeah. cats is like that. And if, if they hitting that, you're just going to lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing you can do. Because when you jump, he going to hit you with a pump fake. He's going to go around you and lay it up or dunk it. So... It's tough, but respect to those cats. Anybody playing real defense that's like real cold at defense, bro, respect to you because it is damn difficult. Here's the one thing, though, about that. I respect good defense and people who play hard, but when you go to the gyms, like open gyms or like the whatever court, what I hate is that there's people who don't understand what level of play that court's at. It's like when you jump yeah. into a casual game. And there's people who are playing like it's the NBA finals. Yeah. I remember this one time I was just playing at like, like the, my college's gym. And it's just like the, like the most chill, like there's girls playing. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah. just kind of going down the court shooting threes. Yeah. And there was this one kid, <laughs> he's about five, four and he's playing, like he's doing the slap his hands on the court thing. <laughs> and he's being the guy up three quarters court. Where he's like up in his grill, like like doing like the shuffle and stuff, That's and like tough. on him, and then we'll foul him on shots. And he was playing <laughs> against the guy, one of those guys that doesn't even play basketball, and he's just trying to move out there. And he fouled yeah. him hard. On it's like one of those like NBA Finals layups where you don't let him have you just foul him as hard as you can to make him shoot the free throws. He does one of those, and it breaks onto a full on fist fight. And it's like a as six foot three guy who's way stronger than this little guy. But this little guy is yeah. like in there and stuff and you're trying to separate yeah. it, but you're like, dude, can you not see how everyone else is playing out here? And I was on the guy's Can't team. Can't read the room. Yeah. Can't read and the room. that is the biggest issue with with uh, pickup basketball, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll play if it's hard or easy. Like I just adjust. Like you said, you adjust to the room. But there's guys yeah. who can't read that. So they yeah. just play absolutely hard or they take every shot. Or whatever the case may be, and it's just like, oh, dude, yeah, come on. Yeah. Come and the on young now. cats play different too. Like, I'll come off a of, bro, I'll come off like a pin down, and I'm like, yo, I'm coming off the, I'm coming off the pin down. He's still dribbling because he yeah. want me to cut to the basket so he can 
throw, wrap it around. Bro, just it's a simple pass. I know you ain't gonna get like no cool points off this, but at this point, I'm wide the fuck open. And this yeah. is kind of what I do. Like in this mid-range, go ahead and throw there, like right now. And I always I have to explain that constantly. Last night had to explain it to a teammate. Like, bro, when I come off the pin down, just throw the ball right in. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't wait. Like, don't keep dribbling. I'm not yeah. cutting to the goal. Like, I'm bigger than most of the cats out here right now. Could I go and lay it up 12 times? Of course I could. But I don't want to because it's like I'm trying to – let me work on something for what I really hoop for real. So I'm going to yeah. take the jumper at this point. So <clears throat> anyway, but you have to explain that to cats, bro, because they really just – like, they can't read the room. Can't yeah. read the it's insane. It is weird, man. And now I'm just thinking about practices growing up. Just the basketball practices. Like if you if you were just a hooper who you played on the teams and you ran those hard practices mm-hmm. and then you went to the casual gyms randomly every once in a while, it would make sense that you like only have that one that one gear, which is just yeah. always on. Maybe yeah. you weren't the most talented kid, so you just always played hard. Like that's what yeah. I did. Like I wasn't a great shooter. I was good at defense and some coach at some point was like, Hey, you're that effort kid. So it's just like, that gave me that motivation. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm the effort guy. I am the effort guy. I'm effort guy. Yeah. <laughs> Go little guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, Inside joke. Yeah. And like diving for loose balls and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, I haven't played basketball in a while. And it's one of those things. As soon as I start playing again, I really enjoy it. But then I yeah. play against enough guys who I can tell are, thousands of hours ahead of me with just yeah. like shooting and technique and dribbling that it, yeah. it's like, yeah. I want, I almost want to be at that level, but I don't know if I actually do. Like, I don't know if I want to put the effort in to be at that level. <laughs> I've been chipping away at it. Cause I've been humbled so many times, like in the last couple of years, even like I go to these and like, I start feeling like, all right, cause I'm dominating this one time slot at the gym. Right. And then I'll go at some other time or some dude will come in who is just, you know, about my height, skinny, long limbs, like an actual basketball build. And bruh, I'll be like, dog, this man is killing me. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm struggling to get my shot off. So then I got to go back and I'll start adding stuff to my game so I could deal with that guy. So that's why when I hoop with smaller cats, I'm not just taking advantage of my size. I'm working on stuff. For when I see old dude again, you know what I'm saying? Like that's really what I'm working on right now, and so it's it's fun though, bro. Like just to make that that progress, you know, like with anything. So I, that's yeah. how I feel. That's how I approach it. I just keep I mean, trying to chip away at it. That's ultimately why I took enough time to think about it, and I was like, I'm gonna do this track thing, you know? Yeah. Because what I know is my senior year in high school, my my purpose with that, like how focused I was, is something I want again. Whether yeah. or not I reached some level of ability, you know, whether I'm the fastest dude ever or, or beat my times. Like I I said, I wanted to, it's like just being that level of focused again and progressing is ultimately, I think what anyone wants. So it's just, I guess, picking and choosing which one of those you want. So it's like for you, you kind of doing that with basketball, you said you're chipping away at it, just chipping, chipping, chipping and keeping your level of ability at a certain level while going up, you know? Yeah. And there's people who do that with games, you know, you do it gaming, like you just like, okay, I want to be good enough at call of duty to where I can get on and casually play and be good enough to where it's not the worst experience of my life. Yeah. I started like that on call of duty. Matter and fact. that's, that's kind of where I'm at with games. It's like, yeah. I put enough effort into games where it's like, okay, I could grind away at like four to six hours a day. Cause I've done that. And I do enjoy that, but I'm like, would I rather do that with 
would, would I rather use my time on something more physical yeah. than yeah, the yeah. gaming? And that's a it's, tough balance. That's a really tough gaming. I think it's gaming. way easier to like grind away eight hours a day gaming than it is to grind away basketball or Well, yeah, track. it doesn't have the, especially when you're older, even when you're younger too, but it don't have the physical impact. Yeah. You see what I'm Okay. I have, I have a question for you. Yeah. So with like the whole debate about, you know, video games being like an e-sport, is that a real sport? Like where are you with like, like, where do you see that? Like, where does it fit into the whole like landscape of sports? You know? I respect esports for sure. Um, yeah, different games, I got different levels of appreciation for. Um, it's hard to compare it directly to to actual to physical sports, just because. I mean, the physical aspect, like you yeah. can't, you, you can't really get past that. At the same time, if you've ever played a dude that's like a MLG wannabe even on call of duty you know it's levels like you know what i'm saying and it's to be respected like these cats get up play seven hours of tournaments then they get off of that and stream for three hours and then they go make a video like they really playing call of duty or whatever game whatever esport you know 12 14 hours a day so they putting in the time they're already skilled at it they're getting better and better it, and they're going against other people that's doing the same thing. They're going against the best in the world. So to me, yeah, it's a it have to count as a real sport, but I just need the context though. Cause it's like, but even then, I would say like you could do it for longer, but at the same time, hmm, your reaction time starts to go as you get older. And we see it all the time. Like them cats be retiring at 32. Cause even though you put all these hours in, you can't keep up no more. Yeah. Your reaction is not the same. So that parallels with with physical sports as well. So I'm not sure, man. I haven't thought about it a whole lot lately, but what, it's what are your tough. On it? Cause I respect the hell out of high level gamers. Cause as much as people like the general population of people who don't play video games say yeah. it's silly. Yeah. I know how difficult it is to be the best at a game. Like I've just yes. seen, like I've put enough time into certain games, rocket league, maybe like a battle Royale game, apex legends or yep. Fortnite or anything like that. And I've just been against like enough good players slash watched players who are so much better than me in a way that I know I could never be that level that it is like, it's, it's the same type of talent. Like you see someone who's the best in the world at video game. And it's like the same level of talent mentally as someone who's a professional athlete physically. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. They think if you were able to put in the amount of hours a day to be a pro gamer that you would be just because it's a video game. And it's not true. It's yeah. just not true. You got to have a, a certain amount of predisposed talent for sure. Or you uh, yeah. like maybe if you got in right at the beginning, you could have did that. You could have just hustled your way on. But now is way it's too advanced. It's way too far past. Like just some yeah. dude who can't walk at you bubblegum at the same time. He ain't gonna never be able yeah. to become a, a MLG pro. Like it's not happening for him. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have crazy reaction time. You gotta have like a, your mind gotta work a certain way to yeah. be able to understand positioning and all of that stuff. And so, yeah, I just anybody think it's can't just do it. Because at the same time, like because I've pl put in enough hours to try to be good at video games. I'm not saying I've ever been a high level at anything uh, video games wise, but just like the level of effort I've had to put into real sports compared to video games. I just, I still respect actual sports more because I think it's way harder to commit to. I think 
if you found out you were good at video games and you grinded away, I think it's much easier. It takes less of a toll on you to be able to grind away and keep playing those games. Cause it's like, you don't get the same level of tired as you do. If you're trying to play a sport, like you can't go and play basketball eight hours a day. You just yeah, can't. But there's other effects. There's mental effects. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. eye strain. There's like what happens to you socially. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. in football, if you go out and run for 200, 250 yards and three touchdowns, you're going to get a big time pat on the back for that. But in gaming, like if you go win eight tournaments in a row, nobody in real life cares. Yeah. It's like, so it's just like, so where's all that time going? Like you can't, it's so easy to like justify spending hella time getting jumpers up in the gym if you're trying to make it to the league. Like it's easy to justify that. Yeah. Anybody can understand that. You'll even get a pass in the hood. Like gangsters, they give you a pass in the hood for that. But if you're trying to be a pro gamer, you don't get that same love and you don't get that same support and your family not going to be as cool with you spending eight hours a day doing this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you got to look at that side of it too. Like you don't, you don't get that feedback that you get from, from physical sports. And I yeah. think it definitely take a toll, bro. Have you ever like, cause I've, I've done this. I do this all the time. Matter of fact, like every year, pretty much the call of duty come out. I spend like three days playing a game and like where I'm barely sleeping, I'm sleeping three hours. I'm getting up. I'm on a game. I'm going hard. I'm tired. Like I'm a, like you know what I'm saying. I'm groggy. I'm like a whole different person. Just imagine living that lifestyle, like pretty much all the time. Like that's gonna have a toll. That's gonna take a toll on yeah. your body and on your I, mind. I think if you had the extremes and it's just video games and that's all you did, you never even worked out. I think that's very bad. Like but for like your these psyche, pro these pro gamers, how they many got, they of them look out. like they're in good shape? But dude, so I knew a guy who was, he knows like there's like a field of gaming psychologists mm -hmm. where they get hired out to these esports teams. Yeah. And they will take these guys through mental training slash actual physical workouts based on like just keeping themselves at a level of like whatever physical well-being or mental physical and spiritual well-being because you know if you played games and just streamed all day you would get depressed like you like you can't avoid that because your body's literally not doing anything like you're you're utilizing skill sets you know hand-eye coordination and mental skill sets but when your For body's sure. literally not active at all it'll just start to shut down because mm -hmm. now you're not even you don't need it like what's your body yeah. there for yeah. um so these like psychologists will literally like, it's interesting. It's such an interesting field because it's like, imagine if you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a gaming psychologist. Like that yeah. sounds, that sounds. I mean, just, just say you're a psychologist at that point. Yeah. And then like if I, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I ask for like specifics, then you could go a little bit deeper, but technically yeah. you're a psychologist. And then, you know, yeah. you, you could just stay there. <laughs> Dude, it's weird though. I mean, I think, I don't know what I think. I, I respect it because I know how hard it is. Yeah. It's just, I guess my take on it was like, when you just talk about the training aspect of it, I think games are more addictive than real sports are because of the tired aspect of real sports. Like you can play, you can hoop for like three hours and then you're like dog tired. If you were playing hard, yeah. like you can't keep going, but yeah. you can be in like a gaming session where you're like ultra just into it and you can just go, go, go. Like you said, you can play call of duty three days straight. You can't play yeah. basketball three days straight, right. you know? So I, I just think it's harder. I just think it's, the physical toll of actually using your body um, 
it's like the ultimate like video game. It's like, you're like having to use things to your advantage. Like, Oh, to get your jump shot down, you don't just press square and time it right. You can't just do that and get good at timing the, the shot, right. You actually have to get everything perfectly in tune. And the muscle memory that takes is so long to actually get good at it. And then you, you factor in the physical aspect. Like you play rocket league and you bump a guy's car and they'll get pissed and it's not even affecting them physically. But you play basketball I, and you get I like feel elbows. What saying, I just feel like I'm not really in a position to have a super strong opinion on it because not only have I never been a pro gamer or played even nowhere near that yeah, level. Yeah, that's true. Like I've not seen it. Like think about all the sports documentaries we've seen. So we know and we've lived some of it too. So you know exactly what goes into it. When it comes to being a professional gamer, like this is a whole almost untapped, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm still we, we still enough. waiting on the raw, like not the a day in the life of a pro gamer video that you posted on your personal channel. Not that. I'm talking about that one where the doc like the guy is there with the camera where you don't want him to be. And he getting all of it. You know what I'm saying? When we started to get to see that, and I feel what you say. If I had to pick one, I would say physical sports are tougher. But I just don't want to – I don't want to disrespect esports because I really do have a lot of respect for what they do. Like, I honestly do. Well, I, I yeah, I'm sure if there's someone watching who's like an esport guy and like me saying stuff has offended them, it's like I hold sports so highly in my respect chain that it's like if it's right if it's right here because I respect how hard it is, it's yeah. like, okay, I put sports very high on the pedestal. So it's like yeah, to yeah. beat that would be me saying Indeed. that video games are life, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so – that's all I'm saying. It's like, okay, fine. It's B tier on the level of hard, whereas sports is A tier. I just think about it, bro. Like, cause I guess because the same thing has happened to me. Like how I talk about being humbled in basketball, same thing happening on the game. You know what I'm saying? You're having a great time. You, you're smashing for 20 games straight, and then the skill-based matchmaking kick in. And you start to notice that the people you're playing against is, oh, he third prestige. Like, you know, and then it's yeah. the game is completely different. So instead of you going 50 and 13, you're going 24 and 22. <laughs> it's like, yo, it. I'm just saying it take a lot. Like, it take a lot of skill to be on the top, top of that. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't really understand. Like, I don't really know exactly what it takes because I ain't never done it and I ain't never seen it done. Yeah. So I just need to see it, bro. Are these dudes just rolling out of bed this cold? It's like, but I know no. that the, I know the hours they put in because I've seen like I used to follow some of that stuff, so I know that they they streaming their scrims all day and then they're streaming their a couple of public matches and then they got the YouTube channel they got to keep up like they they this is a full 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 schedule and it's every damn day yeah and it's like I don't know how they do it so even in in October next year they still gonna be going super hard on Black Ops Cold War. Which I'm gonna probably be completely done with the game at that point. They still gonna be playing that for eight hours a day, like that's insane to me. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I'm dude, I don't know, man. I don't get how, like I've I've been obsessed with games to where I put months of my life where where it was like that was one of my main focuses, if not the main focus, where I'm playing Damn. like way ridiculous hours. Yeah, and I didn't even get that that good. You know, right. <laughs> so I get it. It's like, that's why I'm saying like the talent level, like I get it. It's like real sports. It's like, there's only a select few who can actually get to that level, not yeah. just because of their dedication, but because of their actual cognitive ability. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I lost, I, I'm losing my train of thought. I guess I'm just saying that it's like, I, 
games games are just more like addictive too and i don't know if it's part of that like how they can keep playing the same games for like years and and be able to put the same amount of hours in because it's like i can't even physically get myself to turn on some games i've played in the past i can't even get myself to do it yeah like even like cold war like i i still enjoy it but like i was thinking about it like going to sleep for a few days and now it's like it's kind of like well, yeah it's there i could play it and i was putting in a few hours a day maybe yeah and then there's people who are playing 12 hours a day and they'll continue to do that for a long yeah. time and I, I don't know what that is I, I don't i just don't know if that's like a personality trait thing where you get in the zone more because like gaming a lot of the gaming's like getting in the zone just like working I mean, out I, I mean i just i feel like you say you can't get addicted to sports the same way i just i disagree like, no you can't because i'm it's just because i'm like i'm a 33 year old youtuber football youtuber who plays basketball almost every day. And if yeah. I'm not playing, I'm like doing I'm working on something to get better at basketball. Why? Who even cares? Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel better when I just lift. I look better too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I just lift, but lifting is kind of boring to me. Like I, I mean, I live, but like I would rather, like every day, if I would rather choose the hoop, like almost every day. And I, I get nothing out of it. Like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I ain't going to no league. Yeah. You feel me? I can't even play in the men's league, probably. You feel what I'm saying? But it's just something that I always have done. I've done this since I was young, and I just still do it, you know? I started my, kind of my, like, first cycle of of my track training. Here we go. Yes, sir. And my my garage home gym is coming together. That's oh, yeah? Dope. Yeah, so I, we, me and my girlfriend built a, like, a DIY lifting platform, and mm -hmm. we got a wall, like, you put it on the wall and it extends down. Um, yeah. Squat rack and everything. Yep. yep. So Wait, that's so all. You got like a half rack by the wall and you pull down the bench. So the rack. How does this no. Work? So the rack goes on the wall and you pull it down and it comes down a few feet from the wall. And it's okay. like two big uh, posts that come down and then you put the little anchor thing on them that holds the the, the barbell and then okay. you grab the so barbell, barbell and put it on there. Barbell doesn't rest up there. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So the barbell because you're not supposed to rest them horizontally. You're supposed to rest them vertically. Really? Yeah, because it messes with because it's like because they're really long. I don't know the science behind it, so I'm not gonna act like I do. But it bends the bar over time. So if you left it there for days or weeks or whatever, it would just like, the if you left bar, it loaded or like because they leave it like that in the gym is, is why I'm asking. Like, yeah, there's no, a thing shouldn't. in the middle with them turned vertically, but I've never been to the gym and there maybe they don't like I never I don't open the gym up, but like I just yeah. never been in there. Where there wasn't bars already set up on the majority of the racks well, and the from bench press websites like we got from like Rogue Fitness, it, they yeah. say that you should hang it vertically. So you get okay. like a barbell stand that you put on the wall because the science behind it basically says like over time it'll like I don't know the right terms. I was gonna say yeah. warp the bar. I don't even know if that's right, but it, just know that you're supposed to put them vertical. That's crazy. And so that's yeah. what when you're not using it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, loaded weight wouldn't help, but anyway. So yeah, we got that. And then I, if, since the quarantine happened and mm -hmm. all that, it's impossible to get uh, bumper plates for power cleaning and squatting. Like those, like those plates that you can use to like drop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you had to get, I had to get on a three month wait list Damn. to get them. So they're actually going to arrive this week. Cause I ordered them back in like August. Is this just through rope or like, no, period? this is, this is like a third party. Cause I looked forever to find plates and yeah. this third party website was like, oh, back order, hopefully end of November. And that's, it was like early August when I did it. So I was like, okay, uh, click. 
So I got on the wait list and then they're shipping them out to me. They like last week they shipped them. And so they're supposed to get here. So I'm going to have a full Olympic weightlifting set ready to go. And then I have just other random stuff in the garage. And then I go train at this turf field close to me. What would you ask? So what all type of lifts are you prioritizing? Well, I'm just going to be mostly doing Olympic weightlifting with that. I'm going to be doing power cleans, probably doing deadlifts, smart, like wise. Like I'm going to be very careful with it. Uh, I'll probably do some more shoulder press stuff, power jerks, that kind of thing. And then obviously squats. And the thing with squats is in college, they had us doing this low bar back squats, Mm -hmm. uh, which is like when in high school, you put it like right here and you're like, you're like pretty vertical, but Mm -hmm. low bar is like, you put it lower on your back and you're kind of like hunched over a little bit. Yeah. And so you, you know the difference? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know which one I'm gonna do yet. I think I need to do a little more research. On I don't it. know the difference in the uh, the benefits. I've seen both variations though. The low yeah. bar is just easier for me specifically. Yeah, it was one of those things that I know my weightlifting coach probably said, and I didn't pay attention well enough to know yeah. the benefits of. Yeah. But yeah, I'm probably gonna do high bar. But the thing is, I'm not even gonna be lifting that heavy for a while. I need it. Don't make sense. Yeah, my my main focus right now is to get my training cycles down to get my body used to a certain way of working out. And so the the way that it was during track season, like in my prime peak was like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday is like a day off, not where you don't do anything, but like you just do things to keep your body fresh, like yeah. stretching, do the do like some simple exercises, just maybe go on like a, a like a jog, you know, just Something to keep the body loose and going mm-hmm. and then kind of go off that schedule. And so that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm just doing that first kind of cycle. And it's mostly just general body fitness to get my body ready. All the ligaments, all my muscles, stuff that hasn't been fired in yeah. a long time to get it ready to sprint. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Makes sense. Um, and I guess I want to turn it over to you because you were talking about oh yeah home gym too like hype have you done anything with a home gym like have you got anything I've, set up man we got um we're gonna find out today how much we're gonna be approved for for the crib so my the home gym is for it's gonna be in a new house okay so that that's what we had in that process we'll find out how much we can get today which is going to dictate a lot like whether i'm going to um go garage or if i'm gonna do like i might put like one of those little um God damn it. What do you call them? Like the little container home style joints. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. In the backyard so. and build one and build a gym in there. Like an indoor you know outdoor saying? type of vibe thing? It's it's indoors. It's just like, okay. it's almost like a little trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't really, I don't really know exactly what to call it, but I've been watching like, I've seen a lot of people that have done that in their backyards or whatever like that. So yeah. just depending on the space of the, of the crib. I would kind of prefer to do that and just have a a separate little building. I could just walk out and go and hit whatever I'm trying to hit. Cause the worst part about going to the gym right now is going to the gym. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like I like working out, but the, the commute, it ain't even long, but it's just a process. Like the barriers in between me and the weights. I was just like the cut down on that. You yeah. Know what that's I'm saying? exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. And that's why I was committed enough to spend quite a bit of money on, on the stuff yeah. that I got. Like, it's, yeah. When you finish it, we're going to find out how much you spent, you know? Yeah. When you finish, yeah, it's we'll a big number. I'm, I'm ready to invest. Like, I, I'm already start putting up my my little gym money to the side because I'm, I'm about to spend. I already know. But it's going to be, man, it's going to be worth it, bro. 
It's gonna be so worth it. I'm a low key beginning to it because I'm damn near doing two days now. But it's like some days, like that evening session, I just don't feel like getting presentable to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, if I had it at the crib, so I just go outside and just do some, I'll do some stretching or something like that. But if I just had the gym there, like I'd be getting it in. For real. Also, what about the sauna? Do you ever do that? No, I'm not doing none of that here, but I want to do it all at the new place. But it's going to all depend on how much space I got. I've already talked to the wife about it. And uh, so when we get there, I'm going to have to ask hella questions like where all can I install it? Yeah. But it's definitely a thought, bro. It's something that I want to do. So I want, ideally, I want the home gym completely decked out with everything I need, which ain't nothing but a power rack, you know what I'm saying? Somewhere a squat, deadlift, bench press, pull-ups, basics. That's, I mean, to start at least. Yeah. Um, I also want a trap bar because um, I like, I really like doing the trap bar um, squats and trap bar deadlifts. I feel like that went a long way helping me with with basketball making me a, more, a little bit more explosive yeah and um so that that's really all i want to start with and then of course over time we're gonna add i'll add the dumbbell wall if i got the space and then um also like the sauna and all of that so i want to build on all of it but i can't really start so i know like all these random things in my head that i want but i can't start mapping it out until we pick a house you know what I'm saying? yeah and so it's going to really depend on how much we get as to how big of a house we can get. And we in Texas, yeah. so, you know, you can get a can lot get some, for yeah. not a whole lot. So I'm feeling pretty uh, pretty confident about it. If you we'll get it set up see. somewhat soon, I'm going to have to come out and see it. Bro, when I get it up and running and get it dope, like I'm going to try to deck it all out. I've been watching all these videos, so I got a lot of inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And seeing what a lot of people have doing have done. And even like branding and like the pictures and stuff you put up on the wall to create like a vibe. Yeah. All of that. I'm going in, like I'm gonna go all in on it. And uh I'm gonna try to get it, you know, on that level to somewhere that I, I wanna be, I wanna feel the same way I feel like in my office, in my my workout space. You know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah. wanna be there all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope, man. I'm glad you're on that hype too, because yeah, it's cool. It's it's really cool. The home gym thing was one of my dreams as a kid, because I hated yeah. going to the gym because I hated <laughs> trying to like get in onto like a, a some platform or some uh, like oh, there's a machine over there yeah. I want to use, but there's a there's like three people right now yeah, on it. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. And I'm way too introverted and timid right now to be like oh, just force my way in there and stuff. I just I don't like being around people, <laughs> so, so as much as I can be on my own, if I can be around people at my pace, I'm cool. Like, yeah. if, I, if I'm if i going to do something I want to do, which is bad, I need to work on that. Like, I need to be able to go do things that other people want to do. Yeah. But but do when I'm know, working out at my pace. really important? Like, what? Being, one, like being able to do stuff that other people want to do. I guess it is in some it, sense. It's very important because if you only can do what you want to do, then it's like other people will stop inviting you to things. They're like, oh, yeah, he's not that type of good. He, he only wants to. I'm like, saying, but if you didn't want to go anyway, like, does it matter? I'm saying if you can learn to enjoy things even when initially you didn't want to do it, yeah. then it's like you can, you can get much more out of like, say you really enjoy basketball, lifting, making YouTube videos and hanging out with your kid and then that's all you ever do and then you're like hey, 60 and you're me, like you like 60 me, bro. <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm not no i do the same thing though because i'll use me 
I no, I'm, may, I'm joking, but, I'm, but you know what I'm that's saying. That's pretty though. much what I like to do. Yeah. So imagine you wake up and you're 60 and you're like, oh, I, okay, I have millions of followers on YouTube. I still play basketball. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm the old man doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, turning <laughs> fundamentals you, like, on these threat, kids. Boy. Yeah. yeah. All I'm saying is, it's like if you are willing to open yourself up, and I'm almost saying this just to convince myself of it because it's something I work on. But if you can be like, oh, do you want to go painting? Do a painting class? The first, my first reaction is, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go play video games. But, oh my uh, God, that's but if, you know, if you imagine you do it and not do it reluctantly, but like you do it and you actually are like, okay, I'm going to get myself up. I'm going to paint the best fucking picture I've ever painted. And then you get in there and you actually enjoy it. And then what if you're like, oh wow, this is actually, I really enjoy it. It's like making music or something. It's just like you do something or you learn an instrument. I don't know. It's just like. Something you wouldn't have, wouldn't have done if you would choose it. It's like when you're pushing yourself in a workout. If you're like, oh, I'm good right now. I'm a little sore. Because that's like the my whole thing with track workouts is why I'm excited. Because it's it's going to be tough to push. Because it's easy to go out there and warm up and get your body loose and do like the, the A skips and get your legs loose and you yeah. like feel good. And then you start doing yeah. the workout. And that workout's not fun. The that workout's hard. hard though, yeah, yeah. Do the fifty meter A skips look good in my little track suit? You hit them A skips. It's like yeah, go crazy. Yeah, but then you get you get halfway through the two hundreds that you're doing that day, and you're timing yourself, and there's no coach that says Carson keep pushing. Then it's like, all right, what are you made of then? You know, what are you made of when you don't want to do it? Yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of my mentality right now. That's just where it's at too, man. Like I'm. It and it's just it's like a it's like two things pulling at each other, right? Because a part of me feels like I need to stop second guessing things that I do naturally. Like a part of me feels that way. So I'm like, if naturally, I just feel like this. This is what I like, and it's it's been pretty. It's worked for me, right? Maybe I should just lean all the way into it, but I'm scared to lose the part where I'm willing to question myself. So like when you when you say that, I'm over here laughing so hard because I'm like, bruh, me and this dude so similar when it comes to this stuff. Like I don't really, I don't really like being around people either. Like it's just the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I'm in those moves and sometimes I'm not. But like the difference is um I'm a little more aggressive, I think. So if I'm at the gym, I don't have those problems. Like if the dude is on it, like I'm just go over, yo, how many you got? You know what I'm saying? Almost in a like hurry, <laughs> hurry the fuck up. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna say that. How many you got, bro? Okay, cool. And if he if it's more than two, okay, I'm gonna work in with you. Not can I work in? I'm gonna work in with you. <laughs> or I might just it depends on what it is, right? Like if it's a day where I'm doing chest and back and the dude on the he got on the chest, the hammer strength machine I want to get on for chest. I'm like, I will do back first. That's fine. You feel me? But like if I really just came here for one or two things specifically, like if you're on the lat machine and I, that's what I came for, I'm working in. You know, it just is what it is. And and Katz has always been cool with it. Like I never had no no problems with it at all. So Dude. I think people in the gym and people on the basketball court, like, they they seem like <laughs> They seem a lot more welcoming to stuff like that because I jump in on games. Yeah, because you're 6'2", 230, look like a beast, and you're like, hey, I'm hopping in. Whereas yeah. I go in the gym and I look at, okay, the squat racks are taken up. Oh, that machine's taken up. Oh, I'm going to just head What out. do you think will happen if you <laughs> <laughs> I just go home. What do you stop think will happen if you walked over? Because like, that's how I am. If you walked over to me and was like, 
Hey, bro. And, and I mean, the circumstances got to make sense. Like, it can't be like a free squat rack. But if there's one and I'm here and I know I've probably been here for a second and I still got a little bit more to go, I'm not, I'm going to be super cool. Like, I'm super nice. I'm just like, I'm a little aggressive among like upon like first meeting, yeah. like in certain situations. But like once we're we good, like I'm super, and I think most people are like that. Like I haven't seen like nobody ever in my life walk up to somebody at the gym, like a normal gym, not like a. I ain't talking about like a meathead gym. That might be yeah. different. But like at a normal gym where you got everybody from beginners to dudes that's that look like they might be on steroids, but is everybody there? I've never seen nobody trip. Like, I just never seen it. I know. It's just like the stupid anxiety fear where it's like, in my mind, a scene plays out that's so unrealistic that <laughs> it's like, imagine I go up to the weight rack and I'm like, hey, can I use this? And like two big guys come up from behind me and they're like, arms are folded and they're like pissed. They're like, grab me by the shirt and like, throw me out. And that's like the stuff that plays. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff that plays in my head. That's so silly, but it intimidates me just enough that I like, don't do it. You know, I and that's just it, like bro. the fear things I that I want to be able to get over. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly. It's like really silly. It's especially like saying that out loud. It's like, that sounds so dumb to say out that. loud. I have that in like situations where I'm talking to somebody and it's like, I want to say something nice because I'm, I'm just feeling this, whatever this thing is. And it's like, when I was growing up, like being nice, you was weak. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'll kind of have that. So instead of me being like, Hey man, um, I don't know. Those are really nice shoes. I'll be like, man, those shoes are hard to the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll say this shit in some other type of way. And I'm like, I really didn't even want to say it like that. But I'm just... Being cool. I don't want them... Yeah, exactly. I don't want them to take it the wrong way. Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. My it's like thing that right with now. chicks, too. Like, I'll be wanting to, I might want to compliment a chick, but I don't want her to take it the wrong way. I really just think them shoes yeah. is dope and that's it. But it's yeah. like, I might just not say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a hard part about, especially with like, like co-ed stuff. It's like the one sex can't compliment the other without the other one being like, oh, they hitting on me. Like, yeah. 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 You can't even just be cool. Yeah. And, and I know I, dudes like that, bro. Like the chick, you know, we could be at, I remember we were in the, um, we were doing financial aid in college. And the chick who has helped, we're in the, it's like a hundred people in it. It's more than a hundred people in this line, hundreds of people. My boy swear to God, <laughs> this chick was like, she, he swear she wanted him. He, to this day. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> she was helping everybody. She was just doing her job, yeah. bro. But like, he really took that to heart. Like, nah, yeah. she want me, bro. Like, for Dude, sure. Being nice, smiling, and, just being somewhat interested in the person because I guess a lot of people don't get that enough in their life. They yeah. misinterpret that as like, Oh, they want me. Cause I've yeah, done yeah. that. Yeah. I've done that where it's like, I was so, maybe it was just like, I didn't have enough self-worth or whatever, but a girl's nice to me. And I'm like, I'm all in, like I'm selling my soul <laughs> for this because yeah. she's being nice to me. <laughs> but you know, on the other side of it, I guess it is confusing. So maybe we should just be more clear as people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm not trying to holler at you. Like, if, if you just say that, like, specifically and then say the nice thing or say the nice thing yeah, and then but, say it specifically. Yeah, but then people like, are so soft. They're like, oh, man, so-and-so is such an asshole, you know? And then they're like, oh, yeah. fuck them. They're way too, way too, like, yeah. That's just, that's just yeah. how people are because people are, people are soft. 
People are very soft. And <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yeah, that because yeah. I'm one of those people, you know, yeah, yeah. like I think I can take criticism well, but you could be like, oh, you know, you look funny or <laughs> you could say something dumb and I'd be like thinking about it later. <laughs> Stupid, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we're both nice. So it's like easy yeah, yeah. to get along, but like confrontation for a lot of people, especially me is like tough. Like it's weird. It's like, I don't know how I'd react. Like I think I could be cool and collected, but if you came at me like, bro, you know, this, this, and this, I like, I would almost like panic. Like I wouldn't even know how to act. I'd probably try to, like, I was the guy who there's like a football fight happening. Like not even a fight. It's like two guys drawing. And just because they're just talking, I'm like separate. I'm like, I, I don't want any of this to happen. Hey guys, come on. Let's be chill. Like <laughs> I don't, I've never been in a fight in my life because I For didn't, real? De, I deescalate things as fast as possible. Yeah. You've never been in a fight? No. Bro. I've been in, I've been in like tussles but that doesn't count. Like, like, like imagine wow. a guy. Don't you have yeah. a brother? Yeah, but he's way younger than me. So it's like, mm. I would like put him in a headlock and it's over. Yeah. Or yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like I used to, my brother crack up at this. I'd be like 16 and he was like eight and oh, we'd be, okay, we'd put on yeah. boxing gloves. Yeah. We put on boxing gloves and be like, we'd make a little ring and I would hit him just hard enough so he wouldn't cry and he would keep trying to punch. And then I'd yeah. get one good one in where he would he would start crying, but then I would like let him hit me a few times. And it was yeah. so dumb. <laughs> it's so well, stupid. I don't know. I think we do that. Um, I think that's like programmed in us. Because my uncle did the same thing to me. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think like if you watch like animals growing up, they would probably do something similar. Like they play fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like a little training. Yeah. You know? So you the problem have something. The problem was like my dad, he acts like he's like my older brother. So he would like torment, like he would beat me in a way that like I couldn't <laughs> fight back. Yeah. Like he like hold me down and I, I'm like too small. And then yeah. my brother was too much smaller than me. So it was the same thing. So it wasn't like a good fight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. never a good fight. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that was the thing. It was like all the fights I was involved with was either me on the wrong side of it where I had no chance to fight back or me pestering my brother. And that's just how yeah. it was. Yeah. I got in a lot of fights. Which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, you, you, but you said earlier with the lifting thing, you're like more willing to say something like, hey, I'm hopping in on these reps. And I also have a temper too. Like I'm cool and I've, I've calmed down. The older you get, the more, you know what I'm saying? But I used to be pretty wild, bro. And I, I still can get there, but I hate myself afterwards. Like I hate myself. And I did back then too, but I used to flip out easily yeah. and then like after the fact i just be like oh. but the fact i think that i would feel bad afterwards is why i was able to kind of get past it yeah or at least like put it you know what i'm saying yeah and so now you know you get older it's like you don't take things as seriously so it's a lot less a lot fewer things that could push my buttons to actually yeah. get me to that place you know dude i do that all the time and my brother does it too we'll be playing games together and one of us will flip out like the biggest baby you've ever seen about the stupidest things. But you'll feel so embarrassed that you'd be like, I, I got to go. And you're like out of the party chat because you're just oh. like so embarrassed that you Bro, acted I like I did a this <laughs> this year. I broke, look, I broke my um, Xbox Elite controller. I was playing against my boy on Madden 21, which is the, like the worst Madden of all time. And the bugs were so bad that it was like, but it was only messing over me. It was like, yeah, that's fine. Everything was going terrible. My guys, I dropped like seven picks. And eventually, like the third quarter, I got so pissed off. I 
threw my controller. Like, fuck. I jumped out the party and then I came back in the party like seven minutes. Like, What's up, fellas? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Now you overly cool because it's like, yeah, I was embarrassed. Try to make up though. for it. Yeah, I was embarrassed. It was like four or five people in the party too. But I do that all the time gaming though. Gaming will get it out of me. Yeah. That's the thing that's, I think gaming, not to go back to what we were talking about before, but just like the whole like, you're not doing anything physical. So the frustration boils over in a way that like when you're playing basketball and you're frustrated, it's like you're already physically exhausting yourself. Yeah. So it's, you can't like throw shit as much. Like yeah, people yeah, who do yeah, that yeah. are like crazy testosterone, dude. Yeah. <laughs> crazy facts, people. Facts, but facts, facts, facts. you in a game, you're playing that game and you're just like pissed and you have nowhere to put that energy. You just like, boom, I throw control into the wall. Dude, one time I was playing, Man. I was playing and I threw my phone. And I like did a, like a like it was a perfect roll where it, like flipped over and it was going like a hundred miles an hour and my little sister who was like six at the time it almost hits her doesn't oh hit God. her and it goes into the wall and goes straight through the wall makes a dent bro yeah so almost threw a phone through your sister that's insane yeah and it was just because I got mad at the silliest stupidest game mechanic it's like why why does that happen it's like I think I it's know. just you get so focused know. you get focused in a game and you're not exerting any energy so you're just like you're just like building that it up pins that up tension it, is yeah. building up and if you That's don't handle it. that energy right it's like you put what it in that do one area with it bro like <laughs> i don't know what to do with it because other than throw my controller through the wall and then i feel better i mean i feel stupid but I'm not, you I'm feel not better and stupid oh yeah you it's feel stupid place. but the energy is you know it dissipated it went through the yeah. wall with the controller I mean, I think you handle it well where you're like, I'm going to go work out. Like you, you'll be like after the Bengals game, you're like, ah, I'm going to go oh, work yeah. out. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'll just like stomp around. Like I'll just be pissed for like, but I don't I hate, do that as much. I anymore. hate being pissed. Like being pissed is like the worst thing for me. So I'll do I, anything to get rid of that feeling. Like, dude, anything. I kind of like it, man. Yeah. I don't like it while I'm pissed, but I've turned, I've channeled it in ways mm -hmm. positively for myself so many times yeah. that I almost like it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm in this, I'm so fucking mad and yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. mad. I'm like, I know I can turn this into something positive. So it's like, maybe I'm pissed at myself and I'm like, I'm going to clean up that. Like I literally can turn it into like, I go clean the house for like two hours. But it was like, because I found that energy to be able to do it. Cause I had the energy. Cause you can't be pissed and not have any energy. You just not have the energy to be pissed. For so sure. you have that energy. And a lot of people will just like do something dumb, but it's like, I do something dumb all the time, but it's like, sometimes I'm able to use it in the way I need to. And yeah. that's dope. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. I know okay. when I'm there, yeah. I have a decision to make. I can break a controller or I can go on a walk, feel better, and then get something productive. Like it just, you know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's just how it goes. So I think it's the same. It's the same journey. We just look at it different. Yeah. Like, but it's the same thing. It's like, cause I, I, when I say I hate being mad, it's like, I have to find something else to do with that energy. So it's really yeah. the same. We saying the same thing, I think. Yeah, I think it's like thinking about the future for me. I don't like being mad, but I'm thinking about where I could be if I right. channel it. Yeah. So Yeah. You definitely get a crazy energy boost. Crazy energy boost. Yeah. You get pissed off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But uh I mean we've been talking a while. I think we could turn it over, just talk about the the weekend. Right, let's, yeah, let's talk about the weekend, bro. Uh, uh you, you wanna, wanna go, go first? first? I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, you go. So you know, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and talk uh, about the Browns, bro. Okay. Um, I got eight minutes on my camera. Just heads up. Okay. I'll go quick. What's so funny is it's three weeks in a row that 
the game was it was just boring because mm. it was just weather played such a factor of it and when you're not there and you can only just see the weather how bad it is it's just it's not that it's bo- like it's it's boring because it's like I didn't I don't get off my couch and get hyped that much but it's still yeah. I enjoy it I still enjoy watching it boring yeah. is just the term I use because there's not a lot of exciting plays like right, like right. Sunday night football was exciting um but the Browns have won a couple of games this year where it was just ugly like it was just like there's I didn't even watch the highlights after it was that ugly it was just like a they didn't Damn. score any touchdowns in the first half offensively. It was seven nothing at halftime, and it was from a pick six. You know, it was just yeah. like, yeah, it was just boring. Yeah. But what's dope is I think the Browns are built for a dark horse playoff type of team because they can run the ball and they have two mm-hmm. fresh backs. So they got two like a tier running backs that like mono. They go switch back and forth, and they got fresh legs, and they can go in there. And every time it never fails. Maybe it's not working for three quarters, but fourth quarter comes around and it just works. Yeah. It just it just works. Yeah, and yeah. it hasn't failed yet. The only times it hasn't worked is when they were down by, you know, a blowout. Like when they were getting yeah, yeah. blown out. Every close game is like they can run the ball when they need to. Yeah. And that just has me excited because when you can run the ball, you always have a shot. For sure. For sure. Especially in, in really bad weather when you can't throw the ball that well. Both teams are struggling. And the Browns are probably going to be the better running team out of the two teams more often than not. So... I, I just I just have optimism. I'm excited for yeah. It's it's a weird time because the Browns are at their best record in since I was born. Like they're seven and three right now, and the last yeah. time they were this good was '94. I was born in '95. Yeah, so that's yeah. crazy. But it's like Baker isn't putting up crazy stats. There's like Miles Garrett was out with COVID. You don't know what's gonna happen with the defense. There's always guys. It's it's like weird. It's like when you can pick apart things. Yet it's your best team in 20 plus year, 25 plus years, it's like, whoa, yeah. this is weird. I mean, it's, a weird it's place to be. so much to build on. Cause like we, and we've talked about this all season, like y'all's ability to win these ugly games go a, an extremely long way. I do wonder what happens when you go up against like a high octane team. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, the Browns have a style that works and their roster actually suits it. Like every, almost everything is in place. It's a few little pieces that you need to fill in here. Obviously, you lost Odell, and y'all defense got a very long way to go. But the good thing is, you got some solid cats, and then you got two bona fide stars. Yeah, in two key positions, and so it really, you know, it helps. And they they make plays damn near every week. You know what I'm saying? And so you get a couple of turnovers, you get a couple of stops, next thing you know, you're seventy three. So. I'm, man, I like what y'all are doing, bro. I just and, and Baker's been cool for the most part. I mean, I haven't been following super close, yeah. but um, I honestly do think, and this is this is kind of messed up, but I think the the Odell injury may have helped you guys for this season. I could be wrong, and that's only because from a personality standpoint, I, I kind of worried about what would happen. If, and a lot of people said this, you know, Baker, we know he liked to force the ball to Odell sometime, and you have to get him involved in the offense. And even when you can win the – you could just win the game ugly. When you yeah. got Odell, it's like, we're not going to do that because we got Odell, so we're going to do it like this. Um, I do think, though, not having Odell limits y'all's playoff. Yeah, like that's how far y'all can go, you know. Like in a regular season, it's great. Like if he was coming back in like week 
13 or 14 or something like it'll be I'll be like bro you better watch out for the Browns you know what I'm saying yeah. but without that I think I think y'all luck runs out in the playoffs but at the same time would I be shocked no I mean it depends on who y'all get like who y'all get you know those first couple of rounds but it's, it's definitely possible y'all got a formula that works and something that you can go to so it's like you kind of know what you're gonna get it ain't like man we just going out here and hope yeah hey see what happens like you have a plan and a plan, it's a plan that's worked 70% of the time so far this year. And, you know, it's looking good. Dude, honestly, I'm not really scared of any teams other than, in the AFC other than the Chiefs and the Steelers. Yeah. And I don't think if the Browns are the number one uh, wildcard team, they're not going to play those guys in the first round. So I think they're going to have a – there's a good chance that they make the playoffs and they have a very reasonable first-round matchup. So yeah. that just has me excited for the potential where, like – what kind of momentum they can build from that. Cause the playoff yeah. structure is weird this year. It's only one team gets a buy. Okay. Yeah. The number one, he gets a buy and then two through seven play in the first round. Mm. And so it's the two, two versus seven, three, six, four and five. And so gotcha. it's kind of weird, a little yeah. weird, but yeah, little we'll, weird. S- we'll see how it plays out, man. Um, okay. I got, sure. I got three minutes, but you can talk as long as you want about the bangles and, Everything going on. I know you made a video. Right, so Joe went down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Joe went down. And it was it was one of those situations where I think I'm still a little bit numb, like logically. Like yeah. I'm down as hell emotionally. I could feel it, but I can't really put it into words. Cause it just I mean, it's one of them things where it's just like the last thing you wanted to see happen. But um it calls in the question everything because this right here was pretty much this is our future right this is all we really got you know what i'm saying so for him to go down like we made it past the steelers we made it past the ravens because i even joked on here about um like yo we should probably bench him versus those teams like legit because i don't want him to get hurt then we play washington he gets hurt all right um i don't know bro like i really don't know because it's a pass that he got off and actually should have been completed but you know he steps up he plants and i haven't watched the play a whole bunch of times but there were three cats in the damn pocket like you know what i'm saying one hat was pushed past him and then he steps up and he ends up getting high load and it jacks his knee up so i guess i just have to look at it from this standpoint hopefully it's just an acl and you know if if so he'll be back for the start of next year this means we go into an automatic tank. Our season is over. You know, we got two wins and we went from, with that loss, we went from picking 10th to picking like third. So, all right, it gives us an opportunity to get some better draft capital, but it's hard to have a whole lot of faith just because I don't really know what the organization, I just don't feel like they will ever make enough big sweeping moves to actually change anything. Like, I'm starting to just lose hope on that completely. And so, yeah, I really don't know, man. I don't know where it's going. Like, it feels like one of them situations where we could, it could, like, pretty much put a, pretty much just end, like, all the momentum that we kind of had. Or there is a situation where Joe comes back and he's great and we get a better pick because of this. And, you know, it works out. It could work out, you know. But I don't know, bro. Right now... It just feel like it, it, it feel unfair. I ain't gonna stunt. Like, cause 
we finally got our dude, and then boom, he gets hurt. And like, not only does he get hurt, but it's like a it's a really bad looking injury. Yeah. We don't know the, the full extent of it, but you know it's tough. We ain't got a backup quarterback. I mean, we got Finley, Ryan Finley. I saw him last year. So, you know, that's really not – ain't nothing going on with that. So, it's going to mess up the rest of the season for me because yeah. I, I don't really know. Like, I'm not going to be – I'll probably still watch the Bengals games if they'll be on, but I ain't really watching them like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, it's going to kind of take the joy from even watching other teams, at least for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because it's just going to be always bittersweet because I'm like, we ain't even – we we basically not even playing. Yeah. And, like, after that, I pretty much turned the game off. I didn't even see how it ended. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know we lost. But I, I watched, like, the next three or four plays, and I was like, they quit. It's, they quit. It was over. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, I can't even I can't even get through it at this point. But it sucks, bro. Like, it really, really sucks. But um, on a positive note, maybe, maybe it ends up kind of working out for us, just depending on how the draft goes and if he comes back. 100% physically and mentally, you know? It's just, I hate it because, like, in the offseason, he could have been working on getting better, and I know he still will. Now he got to rehab, though. You feel what I'm saying? And you got to wait a couple months before you get the surgery, I think, in, in a lot of cases. So it's just, it just sucks, bro. It really, yeah. really sucks, you know? So I don't know, man. There's The only thing, I guess, is uh, figuring out who stays on this roster. Who do you, who do they want to keep and and use as the building blocks for the, the future? Only people I'd say, I mean, obviously Joe, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon is under contract. Jonah Williams, a left tackle. They got to fix that old line, man. Just the left tackle, just him. You think it's not um, an issue? What the rest of the old line just getting it better, upgrading it? It's it's the issue. But oh, okay. If we asking who's staying. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, of the people who stand, it's like 10 people, maybe. But there's John Williams, there's Jesse Bates, Carl Lawson, and maybe William Jackson if we re-sign him. Um, a couple more people, actually, young linebackers and Mackenzie Allison. It's, it's a couple of people. But the, um, my bigger concern, bro, is the, it's the coaching staff and, like, the front office people. Like, I don't think they evaluate talent very well. I don't think they develop talent well. And if you can't evaluate talent and you can't develop talent, what can you do? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I would really love for us to bring in, like, and people from Cincinnati, in my experience, from what I've seen, they're not really big on these cats with, like, names who come from something else. But to me, I feel like you got to bring in somebody proven, bro. Somebody who has done this before. Like, not the dude that, like, Zach Taylor, young coach, got some promise. We just got to, like, we got to pretty much just strip this thing, bro. We need, like, we need a GM. We need somebody going to come in and hold people accountable because the offensive line has been trash all year. The offensive line coach has not been held accountable. The offensive lineman ain't really been held accountable. The defense has been atrocious for most of the games. Cats ain't getting held accountable. It's like, and when that's the case, you're not going to get, like, a top type of performance. And if we're not going to do none of that, honestly, I would rather see Joe go somewhere else. Like, I really 
then that's I'm dead ass serious because I think the dude is I, I know he's a future all pro and a potential like all time great and I don't want him to waste that shit like I really don't if if the Bengals not gonna be serious about doing everything not doing some stuff okay we'll sign a couple people in free agency nah I need you to exhaust every like every resource available bro I need you to really like turn over all this other crap y'all been doing. Let's get serious about this and bring in some people that really do this, not just your friends. Because that's really what it is. It's a close-knit organization. It's people that they like. Hiring people that they like. They don't want nobody that's going to shake it up too much. You know what I'm saying? Forget that, bro. If they ain't going to do that, like, honestly, they don't even deserve to have a quarterback like this if it's going to yeah. still be Siberia over here. So, you know, that's pretty much how I feel about it right now. I just kind of – I'm in a wait-and-see mode. We'll see what happens, but – that's probably all I got to say about it <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Well, I hope that you're able to watch the rest of the season despite the situation. Like not just the Bengals, but like just football in general. Cause you know, for me, I I'm able to still enjoy other games, even though I, it's like not just the Browns are in the hunt, but like just watching football to watch it. That's something that I don't take too lightly because <clears throat> I mean, I know that we think about this stuff all the time as far as like our channels and you and videos and stuff. And it makes it hard to just enjoy football because mm -hmm. like I was thinking about it earlier, like thinking about football and my camera's off, whatever. Thinking about football, like t almost 24 seven in the sense of like making videos makes it hard to just enjoy games, mm. at least for me. But when, able, when I'm able to like to just sit back and just enjoy the game and like get into the matchups and and all that. It just it makes it enjoyable because it's not going to be here that much longer, and then who knows what's going to be happening after after football season? You know, like could be just another dead period that's of true. time. That's kind of like, damn, what do we do now? <laughs> well, I'll be okay because basketball season started like a week. Yeah, but, well, but I feel what you're saying though, and you're right. You're definitely right. I mean, we'll see what happens, bro. There's a game tonight. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. Like, I, I really don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know, I'll probably start watching it, and then it's like, if I could get into it, I'll get into it. And I probably won't feel like this for very long. I get over stuff pretty quick, but I mean, it happened yesterday, so I'm still. Yeah, like, it's it's fresh, man. I get <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm just dealing with it, bro. But we got like this whole Thanksgiving break, and um, you know, I'm about to be moving around, and I'm gonna go see his family and my girl's birthday and all that stuff. So my yeah, mind won't some... be on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. And yeah. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving and I hope everyone watching has a good Thanksgiving, you know? For sure. For so sure. enjoy that. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank Hello. you. All right. I mean, anything else you want to talk about? You want to end it right here? I think we should end it. I don't got any All right, man. camera going. <laughs> he already said it, but since he's not on camera, I'll say it again. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, we got this episode out. Hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll catch y'all in the next one, man. Peace. Sweet.